You're listening to the Coachpreneur Podcast with Amber Smith. This episode is When Showing Up is Hard. Coaches like us start our businesses from scratch. Most of us have no formal education or training in business, but we do have a heart to help others with our passion and skill, and we want to make good money doing it. This podcast is for people who find themselves in that unique position. When becoming a great coach requires us to become great entrepreneurs. The big question is, how? This podcast is the answer. My name is Amber Smith. Welcome to the Coachpreneur Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Um, This episode is going to be... An interesting one. I have a lot of thoughts for you. Um, and I get it. And most of you will get this, <laughs> um, about showing, when I say showing up, I mean, online for your business, um, being present, creating content, coaching, um, being emotionally available for your audience, things like that. Hopefully you understand what I mean <laughs> when I say showing up. And I've been thinking about this this a lot. And when I was preparing this podcast, um, it made me think of a scenario in my life, um, when I was in college and shortly after college, when I was working at a residential treatment center for teenage girls, some of you know that that's where I, um, had a lot of profound changes in my life. Um, I was a newlywed, I was a new graduate, um, from BYU. I had gotten my degree in psychology and I was planning on being a therapist. And so this was a really good opportunity for me to learn about mental health, um, working in a residential treatment center. And I, I don't want to go into too much detail, but while I was working there, one of the girls ended up committing suicide and this was unprecedented. It was awful. Um, it was intense for the girls and for the workers both. Um, we were, I mean, devastated. We didn't, it's, I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but it was really hard. And the reason I bring this up is because there was a moment in my life where I realized what showing up means. Um, we were all attending group therapy after that, the, the staff and the girls, um, to process, to get support, to grieve. And I remember showing up for one of my shifts and I, I was really shook, (laughs) um, by the event. And I had a lot of, you know, of my own grief, but I was the staff. So I'm supposed to be there to support the girls, um, in their grief and in their processing. And so I felt really guilty for having my own emotional response and back end kind of like, um, almost like I was faking it because I wanted to be strong. I wanted to be, um, available for what they needed. And I remember in one of our groups, I kind of got emotional sharing my process and how sad I was, but that also I felt like I couldn't really share that because of the role that I was in. And, um, I really was quiet that week and I wasn't my best self. You know, I wasn't the best employee. I don't think anyone expected me to be or anything. We were all just trying to survive, you know, we were trying to get through it together. And one of the the girls that I worked with, um, who was a resident there, I said, I must've said something in my little spiel (laughs) that caused her to come up and say like, I'm just glad you're showing up. And, um, 
that's all she said. She walked away after that. And like, I don't think she even knows what kind of impact that had on me, but, um, that, that one person, you know, made the difference for me. I realized like me showing up was enough, even though it was a really emotional time. And I'm sorry to go so deep. Like this isn't really what I want to talk about. Um, but she, the words she said reminded me of this episode of, I'm just glad you showed up. And that's how I want you guys to think about showing up. Um, especially when your personal life is crazy or there's a lot going on behind the scenes or you don't feel worthy or you're working on your imposter syndrome. Um, maybe you don't feel like you have anything original or credible to say to your audience. Um, what I want to say to you is that showing up is better than not showing up because you don't know who's listening. You don't know that one person who's just waiting to hear like that, you know, your voice or your thoughts um, written out or whatever, you know, however you're publishing content, um, showing up is enough. And this can be hard, especially when you are sitting in your stuff. <laughs> um, I think it can be easy to convince ourselves that no one cares that, um, if you miss, you know, a day of posting or a day of podcasting, right. This is for me too, um, that no one will care. But the whole point of having a coaching business is to help people, and that's why we became coaches in the first place. And I really believe that's a special part of the coaching industry. That's why I love working with coaches is because we all want to make an impact. And some another way to reframe this is like, if you did all of the work and you only changed one person's life, would it be worth it? Like if you spent hours and hours, you know, perfecting this post and this blog or whatever, and you spent all this time researching and getting training, and maybe you even invested money into your training or getting coaching yourself, right? Would it be worth it if one person was impacted in a positive way? The answer should be yes. (laughs) Um, And this is something that I have to constantly remind myself is like, We are in the business of serving people one by one, even if you have a group program, even if you have a membership or um, like you're serving the masses, right? It's all about transformations on an individual one by one basis. And so if you're sitting in this, like if you listen to this podcast episode, because yeah, when showing up is hard, like that's how it feels for me, right? Um, That's how I want you guys to take this, like Can you show up for the one person who needs to hear your voice today? Can you show up for the one person who idolizes you? You know, maybe you're that mentor that um, they look up to. You don't know. A lot of people don't say those things to to us. (laughs) Um, There's a lot of mentors that have no idea who I am, that they've made an impact on me. And I know that I'm that way for someone else and you guys are too. And so I just want to bring it back to that and like that, that kind of personal level Um, I have some other thoughts that I want to share as well, but that's like the main message is like when showing up is hard, remember the one person that needs you and you might need to imagine them. You might not know exactly who this is, um, but just thinking about one person in particular will take the burden off of you that you need to have the perfect thing to say. It will help you see clearly like why you're in this. I think sometimes we forget with all our goals and the aspirations that we have and all the work that we're doing on ourselves to become the best coach for our clients. We forget that our clients just need us now. They don't need the perfect version of us. They don't want us to um, withhold our information or our story or our insight because we're not perfect yet. 
they want to hear from us now. And that's honestly what has driven me to record this podcast for you. Um, it's what's driven me to show up even on my bad days. And I know that I'm forgetting this fact that it's about one person at a time. When I stop showing up, I start getting self-focused. I lose my vision for why I started this in the first place, which is to help people. Right. And, um, it's really helped me to just ground myself and remember there's one woman Like I always imagine a mom just because I'm a mom. There's a mom out there, you know, wanting to build her business who looks to me for my example and my words and how selfish would I be if I just didn't show up because I had a bad day with my two-year-old or because I'm achy (laughs) from my pregnancy or um, I'm suffering from my own imposter syndrome, right? And so here I am showing up imperfectly and I'm, I'm not perfect at this. Like, as you guys know, I am, I'm working on being more consistent on creating pop, uh, podcast episodes for you guys. But this is like renewed my faith in myself, I guess, is to remember that I deeply care about individuals and I deeply care about the relationships that I've already created. And I can use that to my advantage to show up even when I don't feel like it and serve them in turn. And, um, some authentic ways to show up. That's kind of where I want to take this episode now is like, how do you show up (laughs) when you're feeling like crap? Or how do you show up when you really had a crappy day? And you know, it wouldn't feel authentic to be like, Hey, like go do the thing, go be positive. Right. Because I think there is such a thing as toxic positivity. I think we've seen that with Rachel and Dave Hollis. I'm not going to go into it, but, um, you know, that it's real, we see examples of this. So you don't want to be toxically positive. (laughs) So one of the ways that I recommend showing up, like kind of what I'm doing right now, like I shared my story, I shared my behind the scenes that I'm not perfect at it. Um, People don't necessarily want you to preach at them, right? They want to know (laughs) how do you think about it? What's your life like? I think real people, um, we are going to see a change in the online industry where people want to see more reality, less filters, less um, highlight reels. Because when we can perfectly curate our feeds and I don't know, I just think, I think we're going to come into a phase where people are going to connect with the leaders who are willing to show their vulnerability. And I'm not saying to show your mess, like while you're in it, like, heaven forbid it's something serious, you know, like a divorce or, you know, maybe you're totally doubting yourself um, or it's a anniversary of abuse or something like that. Like I'm not, I'm not sharing, I'm, I'm not suggesting you share those kinds of things while you're in it, but what can you share authentically even the, even while you're in it? Like, could you take a picture of the sunrise and just say, I'm grateful to be breathing this morning? Um, could you say like finding, trying to find little things today, even though it's hard, um, could you share a quote from someone else? Like that's one of my go-tos is like, I will amplify voices that are not my own that I know my audience would still benefit from. Um, just trying to think of some other examples for you, but hopefully you get what I'm saying. Still show up, but in a way that's not fake. (laughs) Um, that's still real and still on mission for you. Like if you're trying to serve, you know, women or you're trying to serve, um, couples, how can you share something valuable for them that isn't like not true to where you're at at the same time? Like 
if life isn't great <laughs> and you can't you can't get on social media and be like life is great you know without feeling fake and i'm not suggesting that you show up and be fake i'm suggesting you show up and be real um like i said think about that one person who who you can help even in your your own stuff you can help someone think about them um showing up in small ways is another thing that i've done like just showing up is better than not showing up if if you're listening <laughs> um to these quote rules right like only talk about things that are real to you still um i don't think you should fake it i think you should be focused i guess if that makes sense um the next thing that i do is just reaching for the best thought i can in the moment like what is the most real thought to me that i can share or that i can cling to even when it's hard um my life has been super blessed, so I don't really have a story for you in that way. Um, but like I shared in the beginning of this podcast episode about um, the group therapy that I was in for the suicide, and like I did just come to work and a lot of staff didn't, and I was trying. I would give the girls like hugs and I would try to be like a friend to them and be available if they wanted to talk and things like that. It wasn't amazing, but I tried. I tried something. So the next best thought for me at that point was like, I can do something to make this better. And it served me really well. And so I would, you know, encourage you, like, what's the next best thought for you in this moment if you have been struggling? What can you reach for? Um, something else that works for me is like planning content ahead of time and then keeping it in a file. I usually post in real time just because I like feeling connected to the person that I'm thinking about or in the moment, like I, I use my intuition a lot to decide what to write and um, it works for me, not everyone, but I will say that I have had posts like in my back pocket for the future um, in case I don't feel like posting or it's like been a few days and I need to post something. I do that just in case. And I recommend you do like, if you like to post in real time, maybe just set aside like five posts that, you know, if you have a really bad day, you can whip that out. <laughs> um, and if you plan all your content ahead of time, kudos to you, you win. <laughs> um, and the last thing I'm going to share with you, which is like a really big principle, but true nonetheless, is focus on what you can control. And this is good for any problem that you have. I think our brains like to freak out and think about the things that we can't control. Um, but what we can control matters so much more. And so if you're feeling stuck, if you feel like an imposter, if you are <laughs> endlessly contemplating your niche or you're accidentally comparing yourself, if you don't know what to teach or to coach on or whatever, right? Whatever mind drama you get into, you're thinking about things outside of your control, probably. You're probably thinking about how they're going to interpret it, if you're qualified to teach this. <laughs> um, anyway, like the, when you break it down into what you can control in your business, it always comes down to a handful of things. Showing up is one of them. Um, showing up and adding value is even better. Um, you can control how many offers you make. You can control the content that you put out there. You can't control who sees it, but you can control putting out there. Um, so when I get stuck in my business, I get really specific about the things that I can control. 
Um, and this is just a good skill to like train your brain always to focus on what's within your control, which is always you, not your clients, not the market, right? Just you. What can you do in this moment that you have absolute control over? Can you write an email? Can you share a post? Can you check in on a client? Right? Can you journal? Can you meditate? Um, what can you do that will help you show up better for the future? And I, I could probably do a whole podcast episode on what you should focus on. But in general, when it's hard to show up, you're you're breaking it or you're expanding it too big. You're, you're probably thinking about things that are too massive for you. Um, a lot of my clients, when I coach them, they're trying to solve a problem for like three years in the future. <laughs> like, well, what happens when I have 20 clients and I don't have time for my kids? And, you know, and it's like, okay, can we just focus on signing your first client? <laughs> right. And so you want to get really nitty gritty and focus on what you control, like in this moment. That's why being present is so powerful. It brings us back to the only thing we can control. Cause if we're super present, we'll remember that we can only control ourselves and our, and like what we can do right now. And the reason that we look to the future is just to know which direction we're going. Um, kind of like if I were to take a ship from, I don't know, like I grew up in California. So if I was going to go take a ship from California to Hawaii, right. I would need to know like which direction to head and specifically like which degree to aim for. Right. But like, I still have to like navigate out of the Bay area. I still need to run the engine. I still need to look for other ships, right? Like that's like a lame metaphor, sorry, but you get what I'm saying. Like I still have to stay so present, even though I am headed in a direction. That's how I think about business. Like we use our destination to help direct what we do in the present, but nothing will ever be more important than what you do in the present moment. And that's where all your power is to show up no matter what's going on is in the present moment. If you've been feeling confused or overwhelmed, get really present to your life, your business, who you are right now. Like Eckhart Tolle says, we have no problems right now. <laughs> and I love that. Problems are in the past or in the future, but not right now. And if the problem was really right now, you wouldn't be having time to like dwell on it, right? Like if a tiger was chasing you, you wouldn't be thinking like, oh my goodness, like I don't know who I am and <laughs> I don't know who I serve, right? You'd be running away from the tiger, so that's how you know. Is it something that you need to address right now? Probably not. My guess is that it's all in your head <laughs> anyway. Um, and that's something that you have control over is your mind. And so I'm kind of bounced all around, but um, that's those are my thoughts for you. Um, I know that showing up is an essential part of online business building, and I'm getting better at it too. I am really preparing for my maternity little leave. <laughs> and, um, it's not gonna be super long, but I am going to take a little break. And what that means for me is planning ahead. And I, but I plan ahead in the present, if that makes sense. And I know that showing up is going to be hard when I have a baby and when I'm busier, but this is something that I've also learned is showing up is always quote hard. And so if you're listening to this podcast and feeling like it's hard to show up just remember that like life won't get easier there won't be some magical perfect time where you'll be able to show up with ease and know exactly what to say learning how to show up is about learning how to conquer ourselves and I've been really thinking about that 
Um, I have some interesting ideas I want to share for the future, but I did want to record this episode for you because a lot of my clients are struggling with this. And so if I can like recap what I shared, the number one thing I want to offer you is to think about the one person who needs you, who needs your voice, be motivated by helping them, which I think is a really motivating factor for coaches in general. Um, and then control what you can, right. And then let go, let the rest go. If you can do those two things, I really think you'll find it in you to show up authentically in some way every day for your clients, for your audience and for your business, which builds that relationship with yourself. And then the cycle will continue in a really positive way. You'll keep showing up. You'll keep feeling like you add value and then you'll get feedback and have results that want you to, or that, um, encourage you to keep showing up, right? Like, and that's like a wonderful loop to be in. So that's my hope for you. I hope that you do show up, even if you don't feel perfect, even if you don't feel ready, because like you never will feel ready. And that this podcast hopefully encourages you um, to show up as you are right now, because you are enough and there's someone who needs your voice. That's my thoughts for you. Have a lovely day and I will see you next time.